0: Hello and welcome to The USL Show, brought to you by The Beautiful Game Network, also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Uh, This is Phil, and it's just me today, and I'm going to interview Christopher Madden. He's the co-director of PDL, uh, Premier Development League, and um, it's a really cool episode. We talk about everything um, that PDL really has to offer, including a few opinions from Christopher himself, but the main thing we do cover is the disaffiliation of the PDL from USASA. Definitely listen into that. Um, but before we do, I want to tell you about uh, just a couple things. One of them being our other sponsor is uh, Soccer Loco, and you can find them at soccerloco.com. Uh, but the best way to uh, support the show through Soccer Loco is to go to our website, which is the USLshow.com and click on the banner there, and then go on to buy some things. And that way, we'll get a little bit of credit for that. Um I know I just bought some soccer shorts. I'm gonna play indoor soccer for the first time, uh, which is sad, but um, I need some shorts. So I just went up there, found some uh, Nike shorts for eighteen bucks, ordered them, and uh, I guess I'll get credit for that through the show as well. So that's kind of cool., uh, but you know, it's just so easy to go there and pick out something um, affordable and quality. Like I said, it's, not, it's Nike for 18 bucks. So um, instead of just going down the road to Target or Walmart or something, you could support our show. And uh, I hope you'll consider doing that. And I do appreciate it if you do. Uh, the other thing to mention is other ways to support the show is patreon.com. Again, on our uh, website, theuslshow.com, you can click on the Patreon banner and you can support us for a dollar, $5, $10, and you get other things that go along with that, of course, if you do that. So do look that up if you're interested. We do appreciate it. That's it for me for now. And uh, next up is the interview. Thanks. All right. Welcome to the show. We've got a special guest today. It is Chris Madden. He is the co-director of PDL, which is the Premier Development League attached to USL. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me. How's it going today?
1: Good, good. Thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, It's an honor to talk to you. Um, There's so much to talk about. I think PDL, I mean, you just see so many teams, and um, you don't really put too much thought into all the work that goes into it, and people don't know that much about it, I think. So I'm hoping you can just fill us in on um, what is PDL exactly, how do you guys view it, kind of get us up to speed here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you touched on an important point. There's um, definitely a lot going on in the back office here at the USL, um, especially in the, the PDL department. We're, we're growing, you know, unbelievably quickly, um, you know, kind of growing to 74 teams this year, four conferences, 11 divisions, um, you know, our, our newest division being the Deep South division um, competing, um, you know, in the Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee area, Um as well as Georgia, Um, you know, and our, our league office is just working really hard to be the, we'll say like the top pre-professional pathway um, for our players and our teams. And, you know, we as a league office are proud to have the most amount of teams ever as I touched on, you know, kind of competing with no sign of stopping. And, you know, obviously this year we had 66 players drafted in the MLS super draft. That was 80% of the the super draft. Um, And then, you know i think one thing that we just recently put together was kind of like a culmination of all of our players that have had national team caps and it, we had it had 68 players that have uh had national team caps at some point in their career since the creation of PDL so we're you know pretty proud of that statistic as well kind of adding that one to the feather in the cap
0: without a doubt um those numbers are i saw some of those stats but i didn't realize it was 80% of the super draft uh, you had yeah. played in PDL that's really really awesome Definitely a good measure of success, I would say. Um, Now you, you know, when I introduced you, you, I didn't introduce you as the president, but you are kind of the top dog of PDL as far as I can tell. But can you talk about the structure of your leadership? um, Why you aren't the president? Why you're co-director, and and who is filling that role, perhaps?
1: Yeah. So um, just to touch on, you know, the president is obviously. I think you guys had a conversation with him earlier, and that's Mr. Jake Edwards. Um, He's our our fearless, you know, president and Obviously working uh, with him is um, our CEO, Alec Papadakis, and we have our whole team here. And and myself and Mike Panner, who is my also co-director, is heading up uh, operations and compliance, and I'm working on competition and development for our teams. Um, So it's me and Mike kind of running the show for the PDL and um, kind of working with us is a guy named Joel Nash, who's in charge of our business development. Um, We'll just say like onboarding for our new teams, um, type stuff and you know behind that we have in total you know under the whole usl umbrella we have 50 plus employees working here um, we're expanding like crazy you know we have people working in club services sponsorship operations digital social media i mean you name it anything to help our teams kind of be successful uh, that's kind of the setup that we have here
0: very nice yeah and so how often do you guys meet with uh jake edwards are you i assume you're in the same town right same city
1: yeah. Um like I said, we're we're all on the same floor. Every time I look to my right, oh Jake's office is, is right down there. So I see him every day and you know, I have uh, just a little side note here. We have a couple of soccer balls that are rolling around in the office and we all try to like <laughs> mag each other and you know Perfect. have a good time. But um, you know, I I see him and, and Alec every day and, and the rest of the PDL staff and, and everybody. So it's a pretty tight knit team here that's really just working on uh you know helping our teams be successful.
0: Very nice. Um now Let's talk about you too before we go on about PDL. How long have you been the co director and where did you come from before that?
1: Yeah, so I, I started with the USL in general as a company about a um, two, year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, you know, before that, I was coaching college soccer at a Division two school up here in, in the Tampa area called St. Leo University. And um, I was the director of soccer operations there and ended up, you know, having a couple former players of mine working at. Uh, the league office here and an opportunity opened up to work in the super wide department. Um, that's the the youth league that has, you know, uh, over 11,000 players stretching now from coast to coast. Um, we operate in the summer as well for, for super wide, but I started with them working in operations and then in about October timeframe is when I transitioned to the PDL and kind of fell into the role of working on the competition side, as far as working with, scouting network, organizing the playoff structure, you know, conference divisional breakdowns, um, and then the development side, which is a little bit more about the marketing, um, kind of long-term vision for the PDL in general.
0: Nice. It's. I wonder, is, is it nice that you came from Super Y? Because, I mean, it seems like both those leagues are having to deal with a lot of teams all over the country. Um, and that seems like one of the biggest jobs for PDL to me is how do you wrangle all these teams together and keep track of them?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it, it definitely helped him with a lot of experience. And I know Mike, uh, you know, Panner would a testament to the same, he, although he started in in PDO in general. He, like you touched on, there are a lot of teams, a lot of different personalities, a lot of different, you know, pockets of the United States that we have to deal with, you know, multiple time zones as well. Um, but, you know, I think that the overlying factor is that a lot of our teams, a lot of our membership and ownership all really have the same vision. Um, And that's helping our players go to the professional level. And and if we have that at the base, um, we really are all. And it's really easy and fun working with, uh, you know, similar type people um, in this kind of, you know, Crazy soccer environment that we all you know live and breathe every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Uh, well, let's talk about something new uh, that's happened this year. It's not your league per se, but it is affecting your league. Uh, USL Division Three that was announced this year that's taking effect next year. Uh, can you talk about how that's affecting your league and 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 maybe you know perhaps it's a measurement of success as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously, we're proud of our our you know two you know, we'll say like now former PDL teams that will still compete in the PDL this year, but then will be moving on and, you know, all that type of stuff. Uh, Tormenta and, and Tucson moving on to the, um, you know, division three ranks. And, you know, we're, we're proud. And in, in all rea- reality, we're all on the same page here at the USL. Anytime that we can provide more opportunities for players to go to the professional ranks, I think that's what's best for us soccer. We're just happy to be a proud of it. And the PDL will continue, um You know, especially since, you know, we're very familiar with the teams that are filling the D3 ranks, you know, we're looking for any and all opportunities for players, coaches, and even teams to move on to the pro ranks and go, you know, we'll say hashtag path to pro um, and kind of move their way up the, uh, the ranks there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, And that's something I look forward to as well. But let's keep talking about the soccer pyramid, because one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you today was the big announcement came out, um, what, a week and a half ago or something like that, about PDL no longer being affiliated with USASA. And um, And, uh, I think people made some big, I know I did when I I I read that headline, uh, headline. uh, made some big assumptions about what that might mean. And then I read up on it, and it wasn't as crazy as I thought. But maybe you can uh, correct us in, in the way that we're thinking. What is this all about in detail?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I think you know, kind of just to touch on the the USA,SA you know, affiliation. Like I like I'd mentioned earlier in the you know previous thing, PLs decided to you know not renew their affiliation with USA,SA. Um, it was a long process of us you know speaking with. Um, you know, obviously league officials here in the office um, and obviously from the PDL standpoint, reaching out to our executive committee, which is, you know, members that represent each division, they're voted in by the members of that division to represent them um, in, you know, decisions moving forward in any major decision that we talk about in the league, um, especially one, you know, with USASA, we, you know, reach out to the council of, of our, you know, executive committee. Um, so it really, really wasn't just you know, us deciding here it's league office. Well, it's not—it's done. You know, we reached out to our teams, you know, is this was in the best interest of the, the PDL moving forward and and we ended up doing so. Um, you know, we had a great, great time working with USASA. We look to continue that partnership in the future. We actually have uh, Michigan Bucks, which are going to be competing in one of their competitions here coming up. So we still have a relationship with them, okay. um, you know, and, and even moving out of that uh, relationship, you know, after conferring, you know, and kind of speaking with U.S. soccer, um, you know, our Open Cup spots are not affected at all mm. um, because they recognize us as a, um, it's a youth or not a youth, um, an amateur, you know, National League. Um, you know, we have our own vetting process as far as, you know, um, who wins each division, as far as like points per game, stuff like that um, to determine, you know we were still allowed to compete in the U.S. Open Cup. Um, And that was a big thing for us. We didn't want to, you know, kind of jump the gun and and make sure that this wasn't going to be something that would be bad for us. But, um, you know, everything confirmed with U.S. soccer, we're we're moving forward and we're actually able to, you know, pass along some of our, our, you know, we'll say savings onto our teams um, through saving money on insurance, having our, uh, we'll say our insurance plan for the PDL for our players, be rolled under the usl insurance you know platform and that's with monument sports oh. group that insures our usl players as well as our super Y players so the only one of on that platform that didn't fall into that yet was because the pdl was affiliated with usasa so essentially in all reality for us it was just moving insurance companies um, from one entity to another ended up pushing the savings along um, to them
0: yeah, and, you know, part of, the I think, the freakout that some people read, if, if like me, I only read the headline at first, it, um, I want to give an excuse that I was busy at the time and I did go back and read it, but, um, you know, that there's a lot happening with affiliation right now in U.S. soccer, and so I think when people read unaffiliated, um, you know, perhaps people were thinking about NASL and all of their reasoning, it sounds like that's obvious, just making very clear to all listeners. It sounds like it's nothing like that. Is it only insurance or are there other small things involved in that, that you're going to have some money savings in?
1: Well, um, you know, just speaking in general of, of the, you know, we'll say like affiliation part of that. Um, you know, we're affiliated directly with the USL and with us soccer. Like I mentioned before, we're talking about the, um, you know, where the amateur national league were sanctioned by, or, you know, recognized by us soccer. Um, so I, you know, just wanted to reiterate that point and we're actually, you know, our whole purpose in the PDL, um, is to be that top pre-professional pathway and, and provide those players that opportunity to go on to the next level. And that was really our, our, uh, you know, thinking process behind that point.
0: Without a doubt. And, um, I like that we still get those Cinderella stories with the, uh, us open cup. Let's hope, uh, we love Absolutely. seeing that. Um, but to add to that with affiliation, um, some other people are inquiring about whether, you know, do you see this affiliation coming back? And if not, do you think, you know, I think a misconception is people, including myself a year ago, thought PDL was the fourth tier in American soccer, but it's not included in that pro system because it's semi-pro. And so do you see PDL moving up there now that, you know, your affiliation requirements aren't necessarily the same? Do you see them Moving into you know something higher, something more, just affiliated with USL, with perhaps those four names that they got a while back. Do you see anything changing in that way?
1: Um, I mean, uh, just to kind of start off on that one, um, PDL is, and um, you know is is happy to remain you know an amateur soccer and and really you know you I know you know this as well as I do, you know US soccer sanctions three leagues. So the, the mythical fourth tier, you know, what we're talking about yeah. doesn't necessarily exist. Um, so our whole, our whole vision and, and where we see the PDL fitting in is really under the USL umbrella, which is, we feel like we're completely set up and really in, in reality, no other league has the ability to say that we are directly tied in with the professional pathway. You know, we've have we have multiple teams that, are directly affiliated with MLS teams, USL teams have that direct scouting pathway to those teams in the future, um, and we feel like no other team really has that um, in the atmosphere there, at least the soccer structure as it currently sits. So we're we're happy to, to maintain that, and we think that our players, you know, we are really look for that, and we really try to provide that for our players moving forward.
0: I like it. Um, I don't want to beat a dead horse to death here, so I'm going to move on. Um... You know, part of that Cinderella story that you get with, P- with PDL is that it's so accessible and you can really almost form a team in any city in the country, uh, maybe more so now without being affiliated. Um, but um, I'm kind of curious, you know, your big competitors, I imagine, if, if you want to call them competitors, are MPSL and UPSL. And so can you talk about the differences between PDL and those two? I know you just mentioned you have a true path to pro uh, within your own system there. So that's one of them. Can you name some other ones?
1: Yeah, um, I guess the the PDL narrative um, and the place where, you know, it lands in the soccer landscape is shaped by the people, players and teams that kind of make up the league itself. Um, you know, we are very proud here in, in the league office to put our players first. A lot of our initiatives are designed to promote our players, our top prospect list, our scouting network. You know, all those types of things are, are designed to help push out what our players are doing, goals of the week you know, goals of the month, um, saves of the month, you know, those types of things that are coming forward in 2018. Um, You know, and on top of that, I think I touched on it. You know, we have a lot of people here in the league office, you know, like I mentioned, over 50 employees and still growing, um, you know, who love the game very much, you know, and they're just working hard to make soccer better in the U.S. And, you know, having such a large support system in many different departments, you know, helps our teams to be more successful. I believe this sets us, this is what sets us apart from, from other leagues, a great team atmosphere in the league office um, with one mission, you know, to grow the game and help our players involved. Um, like I said, I see Jake Edwards every day. I say hi to, you know, Alec Papadakis every day. Um, you know, I, I speak with them often about PDL and they're very, very um, involved in all of our decision-making and and we're all kind of, um, you know, pushing in the, in the same direction of, of what our vision is and, you know, and, you know, like you mentioned and, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're the only ones that are aligned with with the pro pyramid. You know, we're, we're set up to be that pathway for our players if they choose to to go professional and, and pursue that part of their career. Um, and I think that we. Quality over quantity when we're talking about, you know, expansion and, and those types of things, we, we look for, you know, unique uh ownership groups that are going to be successful in the long term because at the end of the day we want to give our our players the best environment to do so. Um and, and we feel like we are set up pretty well to do that.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to change gears completely here. I've, I've, another thing I've been really curious, is is a personal quandary, is um, with PDL and its relationship to colleges and universities. And uh, you were a Division Two coach, and so it sounds like you're actually a perfect person to ask about this. Um, you know, Brigham Young had its own PDL squad to kind of fill out the, the times that they weren't playing together in inside the college season. And most, I would say most of your players are probably, I'm willing to bet, are college players who are allowed to play outside of the college season. So I'm kind of curious about your personal, I know we're getting into your personal opinions here, but I'm curious about what you think of the college system and PDL's role in helping that college system. Yeah, um,
1: great question. So I think that uh, we'll say like college-age players... um, are at a pretty crucial point in their development. Um, you know, both college soccer and the PDL operate in this landscape of the, we'll say like 18 to U23 players and, and are the, you know, the leaders in development for these ages. So the PDL fits in as that summer league that allows them to be able to continue to progress their career. Um, I would say in a, in a more professional environment. A lot of our teams are in different areas from where our players are coming some coming from. So whether that means, you know, playing in more professional and competitive environments, all the way to having them move to another city to fit in with players you're not familiar with, you know, all of that is going to be very important if these players are looking to go to the pro ranks. So I mean, I can't imagine a college coach that wouldn't want, you know, and this is speaking for me personally, I know that whilst at St. Leo, we had multiple players that played for um, then it was Ocala Stampede and, and looking at the transition from their previous year coming into the year um, that they had played PDL in the summer. That was the best year that that St. Leo had as far as how far they went, you know, in, in the NCAA and, and how well we did. And those players that played over the summer were crucial coming into the season. Um, they were, you know, our center backs, our forwards, you know, those guys that are our key difference makers and our better players ended up making the, the biggest splash on the field. And that I, I believe that was directly affected to the fact that they were able to compete at a high professional environment during the summer.
0: Now, I'm kind of curious too. A lot of people argue that the college should have a longer season. Um, I kind of tend to think that as well, but that would affect the PDL as well. So do you? how do you feel about those two things perhaps being uh, butting their heads against each other in the future um, were it ever to happen possibly?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, currently as it's set up, you know, we have a very good relationship with the NCAA. Um, You know, we offer something that, that they, you know, they can't anytime that a player can play more, you know, that's going to be great. That's strictly speaking from like a, a, just a a soccer standpoint. Um, What the PDL again offers is that direct connection to the professional pathway. That's something again, like, I mean, I'm again, like you said, beating a dead horse. Um kind of going over the the fact that that the p d l is directly aligned with these professional teams um is kind of something that that no one else can really touch on and and we're really you know that's that's really our point here is to help these players go to the next level
0: mhm definitely um now let's just kind of wrap this up um i've I've enjoyed everything we've been talking about so far, and I'm kind of curious you know what is to come for pdl perhaps this season in the short term but maybe long term what is a long term goal you guys have as, as a as a league
1: yeah um big things big thing i mean that's what we're trying to do here in the in the pdl always looking to continue to grow you know all of us are our former you know either college players college coaches just former athletes that are you know highly competitive so we're always looking to kind of move forward and, and push the boundaries but um, this year shaping up to be the best year for PDL you know 12 like I, like I said you know 12 new teams 11 total divisions four conferences stretching from coast to coast um, this year you know however we're, we're focusing on especially internally on having our teams drive the narrative behind their own accomplishments you know we we feel like one thing that we do really well here in the office is kind of the digital and social side and really reaching out to kind of highlight our teams we want to highlight the great things that come from our teams, not only on the field, but off. So, you know, we want to show, you know, that our teams are having, you know, a community scarf launch party. Um, this you know, one I was talking about is um, when Albuquerque did, it was, it was great. It was took place in like a local bar. They had a great story behind it and you can find that on uh, uslpdl.com. And it was, it was great. You know, we have Jersey unveilings, you know, from our teams and that's, Lions Bridge you know, launched their fantastic jersey sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's, it's big time. I mean, it's a great, great sponsorship for them and a great jersey for people that are looking forward to it. And, um, you know, player announcements. You know, that's one thing that's really exciting. You know, you want to see who's playing in your own backyard. You want to see who's going to be that next star of tomorrow. Um, we want our teams to take that initiative as well. And, and this year, I mean, we've seen a lot of really good player announcements. Um, and then the, the big thing for us is having our teams show how they're impacting their communities. Um, that's really big for us in the PDL. You know, sometimes we focus a lot on the soccer side of it, and it's that's really great, and that's really what we're here for. Um, but these guys also, you know, during the summer, they also live in these communities and often make an impact that's not really seen on the field. And we really want our teams and ourselves this year to kind of highlight that side of it, because obviously we know, you know, I can touch on, and I can reiterate that, um, you know, the MLS draftees and, and all those types of things of our players doing really well. And they're they're going to be really successful at the next level. But we want our teams to kind of, you know, especially in these communities, feel the impact of, of the PDL. Um, and that's really what we're trying to do is, um, you know, give everyone an opportunity to see the start of tomorrow in their own backyard.
0: Love it. And, uh, you know where would we be without these small clubs and small towns? It's such a cool thing. You know, I've seen the local team here as well. And so, um, I wish you guys the best in the future. Look forward to all the stuff coming out in the future. Uh, seems like things are looking up for soccer in the U S and you guys are no small part of that. So, uh, again, this is Christopher Madden. He is the co-director of PDL, um, under USL or United Soccer League. So thank you again for talking to me. Anything you want to say before you go?
1: Uh just visit us at uslpdl.com. Check us out.
0: All right. Thanks again. Have a good one. Thank you again for tuning into the USL show. We just have a few more teams to cover. I think only in the West. I think there's three more teams to preview. Um, If you haven't caught your team or some other teams you don't know anything about, perhaps an expansion team or a two-side, I recommend you go back and listen. Um, But before we sign off and before I go on too long about all the things that we're doing at the USL show, I would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves. It's the official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and U.S. Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.